been different venoms. There have been there have different been different alien thing like takes over people. There's what is there's venom, carnage, scream, toxin. Yeah. Uh, well, then there's like the black Spider-Man suit when yeah. he gets taken yeah. over by Venom. Yeah, there's a couple of different variations of how this works in the 70 years that character has been a thing. Okay, I don't know everything about Venom, but I know at least two of them. Okay, well... Three of them. No, four. Four of them? Yes. Okay, well... Now, a girl one, um, Spider-Man when he gets taken over one, Carnage, and then Venom. All right, you ready to start this conversation? Yes. All right, let's do this. All right, everybody. This is episode 69 of the KAAMP, aptly named the Orgy Cast by Miss Dickless Rick herself. Um, I was saying I wanted to do a group episode for uh, the end of the year, which is a normal thing that I do. Uh, Rick's usually involved in that, and we've done three, four of them. The next one will be four, I think. Anyway, we've done a few of them. And uh, she said, oh, you, you know, orgy cast, that's what you should call it. And I was like, well, yes. <laughs> of course. Uh, of course, that's exactly what we should call this absolute thing, whatever it is. So, you know, I sent a question into the ether, and I wrangled about 25 people in that Instagram group chat, and most of you are sitting here. <laughs> uh, there should be a few people dropping in here in a bit, but right now this is what we got. And truthfully, one of the reasons I want to do this is because I wanted to showcase what kind of wide variety of talent Knoxville has and the people I could gather in front of my microphones and how wide variety of that I could gather. So uh, if we could get some folks to sound off about who they are and what they do. Uh, Brandy, if we could start with you because you're the only person sitting in my living room right now that hasn't been on the sh well, hasn't physically been on the show before. You did your episode with Will that was uh, via teleconference. True. But now we have the luxury of doing this in person. So if you would lead us off. Word. So I am Brandy Augustus. I am. Um, so the job that pays me is I'm a coordinator at Highlander Research and Education Center. Um, I am also the interim co-executive director of the Appalachian Community Fund, which is a local granting organization. But I am also a stand-up comedian, a radical storyteller. Um, here in Knoxville, I've been doing that for about five years. I mean, time is relative because it feels like it's been forever. And also, I am deathly allergic to cats. Oh, do I need to lock her up in the bedroom? You know, I mean, do what you're going to do. Like, I, the fact that the cat exists is just going to be a thing. All right, me. well, I will tell you that I slept the shit out of this living room yesterday. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. But, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll wrangle her for you. Yeah, no, no but she... I'm like, as long as I don't touch her, I'll be fine. But just, like, being in the atmosphere with cats, like, my body will start to react. So that will be my cue to go. Okay. So uh, you, if you go, you know, if you do something, yeah. like that, I'll, I'll know. Right. I will know. Um, Adam, I don't have as much like impressive stuff to say. We know you. We know you. You like to understate yourself. Okay. I'm Adam Rowe. I am a visual artist, and uh, I write music too. That's it. That, that's a really simple way to put that. That's it. That's everything. That's Next. everything. Yeah. <laughs> no dry humor from this guy. Yeah, Derek. Mm. Well, yeah, I'm Derek Rucker. Uh, I do all kinds of mediums from music to painting to doing things on a lathe with woods and acrylics to 
at this point coloring surfaces of CAD models to do augmented reality things with them. So yeah, all across the board. And then that's what's paying me right now is that's the job that pays. coloring CAD surfaces and splitting surfaces and putting them into augmented reality space. Making things look good on screens, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chance? Walking around with iPads. <laughs> uh, Chance Losher. I also go by Professor Rainbow. I mostly do uh, highly involved in like the live art festival circuit. Um, printmaker by trade, but do a lot of mixed media. But in the past year, I've recently joined Relay Ridge Community Print Shop here, so I've been getting back to like mostly doing like monotype and silkscreen and coloring in it at live at concerts. Yeah, and uh, you know, in your previous episode, you detailed how you got back into the printing thing. So, if y'all want a good recent listen, you can hit up that episode. Well, I get to be introducing myself. Do you want to introduce yourself? You in the room? You part of this conversation? Well, I also was snoring during one of your episodes. Well, yeah. Well, people know you were snoring in that episode because we we talked about you snoring in that episode. Yeah. Um, But yeah, do you want to introduce yourself? Go ahead and say your name. Tell people what you like to do artistically. You like to tell jokes. Come on, Elliot. All right, and I guess if I need to introduce myself, my name is Thomas Zachary. I'm the host of the KAAMP, which is this wonderful program we're putting together right now. And I'm also a uh, visual media artist of sorts. I paint, I draw, I 3D sculpt and print and do all those jazzy, jazzy things. Um, You can find me on Instagrams and whatnot, and we'll all plug our stuff at the end of the episode. So, uh, friends, I really appreciate y'all being here. This is... A luxury for me, and I hope y'all enjoyed as well. Um, where are we at creatively today in Knoxville as ourselves? How are we doing today? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the print shop today, actually, making some new prints. So that was pretty fun. I like the fact that it's a Saturday that, and I don't have a show, but I've had things to do. Because a lot of the times when I have something to do, it's usually a show. And right. It's high, my anxiety is high. That's not healthy to be like high anxiety all the goddamn time. So, um, I like that I just kind of got to kick it today and just kind of take it slow. Did, did you, what were you doing before you got here? You were at the bottom, right? Yeah, um, it was the bottom, the grand anniversary bottom. I'm also the president of the board of directors for the bottom. Hey, I didn't with, know that. Yeah, so the bottom is a black owned bookstore and community center um, in East Knoxville. And it is a space that was created by Dr. Nkeshi Alameen, who's um, now down in Atlanta. Um, but the bottom used to be a neighborhood in Knoxville that was displaced due to urban renewal slash gentrification. Um, so now it is a community center that has been created to welcome like black folks back to that specific area and give us a place that, that you know we can call our own because we've had so much taken from us. So it's a bookstore, it's a community center. It's a They have a Sew It, Sell It program where they teach um, youth how to create like items like garments and bags and things and then sell them at a market day and these are not like five ten dollar items i'm talking about like they 45 dollar shirts and and they sell out good and i'm like it so and it gives them a skill and everybody walks away with a um uh what do you call that sewing machine Mm. 
It's a skill that I don't have, but oh. <laughs> it's amazing. So that's cool. And Ruck, you you picked up a sewing machine a during the pandemic and yeah. did a little thing or two. Yeah, I've done a few garments. Uh, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a reason why you end up paying fifty dollars for a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I was working so, at a t-shirt print shop too, oh, and like yeah, that part of it's also expensive. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, you don't think of what all goes into you just getting a, a just a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of hands that go into to making that. A lot of a lot of time. So. And then you know you can get a t-shirt on Timu and. Enforce child labor a little bit. <laughs> I was gonna say at least this child labor, you know the children. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's what I like when he makes me gifts. You know, I, I, I know exactly where that labor came from. Right. <laughs> child labor. I like it when you make me stuff. You're really sweet. <laughs> Big smile. Yeah. Yeah. Big smile. You're cool. That's that's the point of the story. <laughs> uh, so, um, do we have any works in progress? Anything anything about town or at the house we're really trying to crank on right now? It's literally just been work for me, man. I like that's why I added the whole just coloring services. There's been one part in this whole. There's 256 parts, and it's just been kicking my ass. So, like, finally got it the other day to where it's kind of working. So, or you feel presentable? Yeah. yeah, like I said, I mean, I feel like I've got a few more days of just refining where I can just take it in there, and be like, all right, it's done. Like, here you go. Where's the next step? So, beyond that, there's not been a lot of art going on, man. Well, I I, I nervous painted that piece the other day, like, <laughs> like real hard. I channeled a lot of not peaceful energy into this thing just to make something positive out of it yeah, and you uh to do that. Yo, whoa, i needed yeah. that therapy real bad that day mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i did mm-hmm. um adam you had a show recently did i yeah you did <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, where was it where, no i'm just kidding <laughs> where, where was it it was, uh, it was you had to yeah, get high to get there it, that's for sure it, it was it was a while uh, back, what was it, June? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Up in the sun sphere. I had stuff in the sun sphere. Yeah, you were there. Come on, Ellie. Yeah. Yes, that was pretty cool. He was probably the only kid in the gallery that whole day. Oh, uh, might have been. <laughs> the youngest. Um, yeah, so I had to do that. Um, and I'm working on a bunch of other stuff where I don't have a plan for exactly where it's gonna go so i'm hoping that's gonna magically fall in my lap yeah it'll sort itself out given a long enough time scale yeah yes yeah uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh yeah just working on a bunch of things don't have a an exact plan for it which is usually not my process it's <laughs> usually quite the opposite um which ends up being a problem actually because almost every time I get a chance to show stuff somewhere for some reason my reaction is not like well what do I already have finished sitting around here it's like oh okay start from scratch 20 pieces (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah if I don't sleep or eat or yeah um yeah so that's it for me (laughs) 
Are you working on anything specific, specific, or is it just like a little bit of everything? It's just general art, man. No, no, it's it's all it's all very specific. I mean, I've got like a a video uh, project that I'm working on with a uh, guitar duo in New York and California. So oh, they picked somebody almost right in the middle. So Tennessee is the natural bridge. <laughs> I think that's. The, the, that's the the layman's term, the the natural bridge between California and New York. Um, so that and uh, I just finished a couple of pieces for. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> just don't ask too many questions after this. Like minimize the follow-ups, but it's a couple of pieces for the joint mathematics meeting in San Francisco early next year no. so it, it's yeah it's like a, a math related kind of thing it's it's uh so this is definitely going to have a, a visual impact that uh i should not talk about right now <laughs> I mean, you can, Since I should but... leave it to follow up questions <laughs> just wait and see is what you're telling me yeah i mean it's done that's the good thing oh so this is just a tease I guess so. Yeah. What I'm saying is I, I've entered it in this thing, and, and it's, it, you know, pending acceptance. Is, do you have a lot of competition to show at this particular event? Uh, there's, yeah, there's competition for sure. So it's yeah. a jury thing? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, joy. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I had something in it uh, earlier this year for 2023, so this will be 2024. Uh, yeah, so I'm working on that, and uh, a, another a continuation. The other big thing I'm working on. Y'all can cut me off, by the way. Um, the other, unless you're just. I mean, actually, just use this time to think of your answer, and I'll just keep yammering you're, on. You're so, so polite to the other guests. The uh, I'm I'm continuing something that I started uh, last year. My mind has been totally. Uh, filled, no pun intended, with this uh, math thing called space filling curves. It's the okay. It's it's this really cool thing. Look it up. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm, not the, I'm not the best person in the world to describe it, but the the super. Um, what's the average IQ of your listener? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I wish I had that metric. It's, oh my god, it's, it's way higher than mine. But but so if, if you imagine, uh, I'll I'll tell you why it's it's so fascinating to me. So uh, imagine if you have enough of something that's one dimensional to where it approached infinity. So if you've got enough of it basically two-dimensional so if you have a, enough of a one-dimensional line that fills a space or really a plane uh then you've got something that's two-dimensional so yeah i'm, I'm with it i do follow thing. so I, I wrote this paper for uh the bridges math and art conference uh and got to present it uh in july in halifax canada really sweet got to meet like four or five specific youtube idols which 
like really specific. I can tell things. you're happy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it was it was amazing. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm continuing that work, making a bunch of more pieces with it that go along with the paper and. Maybe I'm starting a new thing, like, you know, hey, come for the art, stay for the math paper that I'm going to <laughs> um, which would be fine. That's That would be super fun, so. I like the sound of that. Oh, yeah. So, no, you're done with the listing bands? No, no, no. The, a couple of those are part of this okay. thing, too, because you can do a special thing Ooh. with... A specific type of space filling curve, which I've decided to call a surface tiling curve, and you can do something with certain shapes to make listing bands covered in those designs. Look at you. You're just stacking shit on top of other shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds cool to me. I'm here for it. I'm excited. I want to see it. Either stacking stuff or. Oh I just... boy, there's a knock at the door. Please come in. I just have no new ideas, and they just keep compounding, so. What up? John is here, everybody. Hello. John, there is a, um, a folding chair behind the couch here that's green. You're more than welcome to grab it, sit on the floor, you're a grown man, make your own decisions. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I respect everyone's autonomy. Tell them they're grown, make your own decisions. Can I eat ice cream? Yeah, you can get some ice cream. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Uh, John, so you walked into uh, Adam telling us about his latest shenanigans. So if you would regale us with who you are, what you're doing, what you've been working on a little bit lately, that'd be cool. Okay, sure. I'm uh, John Starkey, J Starkey underscore art on Instagram. I run the Knoxville Drink and Draw Meetup Group. It's kind of a casual art meetup. Uh, we do something like every couple weeks at different uh, like venues around Knoxville. and. Uh, I don't know, some people can come and kind of work on their own thing, just socialize, or we'll do, like, we'll throw out ideas and do collab and stuff. It's pretty fun. Other than that, I do art around Knoxville. I've done a few art shows, um, and I'm just kind of working to improve. Well, hell yeah. Yeah. I have a quick question. Let me interrupt. John, does my face look familiar to you? We haven't met in person. <laughs> Big problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, because... Uh, we did uh, we did a self portrait challenge like early on lockdown, and so we know each other from that, but have never met face to face. I've been meaning it. I'm <laughs> seeing. Yeah. See, no. This is exactly the shit. This is how I do people right here, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I just I've been like, hey, y'all show up. Work though. I've said, like just been busy, but soon, yeah. soon yeah. I'll catch it. Nice to see you in person. Yeah, nice to meet you in person. <laughs> this is uh, this is exactly the way I enjoy making the world a smaller, more beautiful place. So hell yeah. <laughs> I like how he gave you two options to sit, and you were like, "Fuck that." I don't fuck your options. <laughs> he said, "I am grown. I did make my own decisions. Thank you very much." <laughs> and that's where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome. Um, so have we? Um, I'll tell y'all right now that I've had some hitches in my creative giddy-up as of late. So is anybody else experiencing hitches in their creative giddy-ups? Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, not so much the creative part, but just Knoxville venues not allowing live painters. Oh, yeah, that is a huge hitch in our giddy-up right now. I realize I don't think I've done one art thing in Knoxville this entire year. I don't think you have either. Yeah. 
No, because of all the all the stuff you've yeah. done must have been at the cavern. Wait, right? yeah, everything is, I do is not in Knoxville anymore. Why is it? Why don't they allow it? So what I heard, the concourse specifically is not allowing it because some painters were making messes and graffitied the bathroom. Mm. This was like two and, and a half years ago, by the way. Why, because no white artist is going to go <laughs> paint gonna the walls in a bathroom. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely no. Sense. You know, you know what that graffiti was, Brandy. I'll tell you because it? it was it was in the men's restroom over a urinal. It said your ad here in like a big thick acrylic paint marker <laughs> and you know what they've got the uh, tin like the corrugated sheet metal over the yeah. urinals and stuff in those bathrooms and it didn't look bad the worst bathrooms I've ever seen in a venue they're pretty yeah. gnarly but, but that was skillful that was skillful indeed like you oh, had that so what you're saying it added value to the space I feel as if it was a really good suggestion yeah. your ad here is not like you know but they blame that on live painters so that was one of the reasons for not allowing it anymore I just found this out through people <laughs> yeah he and I had this conversation the other day yeah, it's foolish, and uh, the the management there is also a bit foolish at times. Yeah, and that's the nicest way I think we can possibly say that. Yeah, so. That is, <clears throat> and um, we should move on because I have stories, but this <laughs> right. not, that's not this podcast. No, it's a different <laughs> yeah, podcast. Not, yeah. We we can sip tea and talk shit in another episode. Yes. Other than that, I have been doing stuff outside of Knoxville all year, like normal, but. Yeah, you want, to, you want to drop some details about the Papadocio stuff at the caverns? That was so cool. Yeah, just a couple weeks ago, maybe not, maybe a month ago, Papadocio had a festival at the caverns here in Tennessee. Um, two days, got to go paint. I think there was maybe like six painters there, which was the first time caverns allowed it all year because they're also going through a thing of not allowing painters because other people's mistakes. Um, but it was awesome. I'm like, uh, I work with Papadozio a lot. They use my art in their live shows and their visuals. And I got to see that projected like on the cavern ceiling, all the walls, like completely like three dimensionally, like during the shows. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, that was a great experience. And uh, yeah, I was in the print shop recently because I've been doing this faced series, doing these monotype backgrounds, screen printing on them. The first three I did were super popular. So I just made three more. I'm painting for them. Let's see in memphis here in like two weeks cincinnati in november and then chattanooga in december speaking of memphis have you seen any of the artwork that came out of paint memphis this i saw curtis's yeah i haven't seen much else because i guess i know a lot of people last year but i guess a lot of people i know didn't go this year just haven't posted their stuff man there's killer stuff coming out really yeah um Curtis painted Mr. Toledo, which was really cool. He did a really stylized mm-hmm. version of that of that guy, and it turned out super slick. And then um, Lawrence, he did a rendition of his um, isometric or his 3D letters that looks really really cool. And then uh, Patty and a couple other people threw out some heat. So yeah. Paint Memphis was killer this year. If if anybody wants to keep up with that, it was super super nice. Thomas and I both got denied. I wasn't gonna go that far, <laughs> but, but, but I understand. Like uh, amazing. People. Yeah, there there was I I I well, definitely most feel recent, like, also got taken down after a month again. So I definitely feel like my skills aren't up to par to be on that event after I saw the things that were happening. But a lot of people that I really look up to put out some killer art at that event, so I was super happy to see all that. Yeah. I think the day after we filmed. My last episode, I found out that my art had got taken down from Sevierville. Oh yeah, the mural park picture yeah. place. That I'm still kind of upset for you I was about like, that. Promoting it, and then by the time the episode came out, it already wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> mm. What happened to it? 
So, Brandy, in Sevierville, like uh, the Country Barn Art Park. And like I said, I go by Professor Rainbow. My art, I use the rainbow like spectrum. He real colorful. Yeah, it's very bright. <laughs> I took it to Sugar Skull because that's what they wanted, so I did it. They got complaints from locals, is what they told me, <laughs> so they had to take it down. And they said they were going to try to put it back up or move it somewhere else. I they should have put it in the men's restroom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Sevierville locals complaining about rainbows i think you can draw a lot of conclusions from being one of the most rainbow towns in the country kind of you know i mean there's two trump stores within like a mile well the polar opposites are represented so let's not lie about that yeah but there's a lot of uh goodwill in that place that you think would spread a little bit but i guess Mm -hmm. not but yeah that that's what i was told i'm yeah i told him i was like don't get rid of it like i'll take it i'll put it up somewhere else if but they're like, no, no, like, we're gonna figure it out. Yeah, no, but you got thirty days to figure it out or give my shit back. Right. <laughs> like, honestly, like you ain't just gonna sit on it. This is still my art. It's so. Like they paid me, so it's like that's cool. But it's also yeah, it's up like a mm-hmm. month, which is like one of my first murals in uh, Strong Alley a few years ago. It was up like a month before it was taken down because. People were putting swastikas on it and stuff. What can I say? Whatever the hell you want. Are you like, is it like just dicks in ass? Like, that you're paying? There's literally nothing graphic about it. Nothing at all. No, the was cool. I saw the strong alley room. It's just literally that it has the But the dicks had rainbows on them. Oh. Like, so they don't like colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. That's it. Yeah, they just don't like colors. It's a literally sugar skull that's like stained glass with all the colors of the rainbow. Yep. And, yeah. and Brandy, to your question, I marked this shit explicit for a reason. Okay. So, so speak well, freely. So it's an explicit. People keep taking it down when it's in public, so might as well. I mean, you know, fuck them is what my how I draw this conclusion. You know, that's that's on them, the uncultured swine. <laughs> um, I have a comedy bit where I talk about my son who's trans, and normally I get like really great like reception from it or whatever. When I was in Maryville, I I walked a couple. And Maryville. And they waited till I got done or whatever. And then as I was walking, like leaving the stage, they were walking out. And I didn't know that this had all happened or whatever because I was kind of like on the high from my set. And when I was walking back, somebody was like, he tried to slam the door, but they had one of them actuators ah! on it. So it was just like, shh. <laughs> but it was for don't tell comedy and he wrote a review like disparaging me or whatever on it and i was like oh look at you hey diversity (laughs) go ahead and out yourself Yeah, to answer your original question, yeah, some creative stuff in the Knoxville area has kept me down this year. Yeah. Like I said, I, I get out of here, I do stuff all over, so. Yeah, you travel. You you get around. It would be nice to do some stuff in Knoxville again, but. Well, uh, this is the extent of the shit I've been doing in Knoxville for a hot minute, <laughs> mm-hmm. ex- other than, Because well, we know. did that group show last, like, August. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's the last time I've shown anything here. Yeah. 
I mean, I haven't tried to, um, yeah, I haven't tried to do anything about town or curating shows because I don't want to deal with no restaurant or bar managers or anything like that. It's not, it's not the, it's not the environment I want to display my art in. I kind of talked about this a little bit at the last, um, Oak Knoxville, uh, spaces kind of thing, uh, where we got together with local business owners and venue owners and talked about the struggles of coming at things from their side, coming at things from my side and trying to find some middle ground or at least understanding. And that was a really productive conversation with everybody that showed up and I was happy to be a part of it. But this is the exact reason I'm trying to turn my garage into a damn like recording studio slash art gallery space. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that is a space that I have utter control over 100% and I can make sure it suits the exact needs that I never really had suited when I was showing art around town. And, you know, uh, I don't have to coordinate with anybody other than myself. So it's no, if, if I'm yanking my own chain, then, you know, like I'm the one screwing the situation up, not somebody, you know, holding a situation over my head or, you know, yanking me around. I got two questions. Shoot. First, um, for visual artists, like, so you have talked about the spaces where like you can't be, where are some spaces in Knoxville that I can be, um, and then also, are you familiar with Jaleria with Spacecraft? And okay, yeah, she yeah. and I, she and I do oak things together. Oh, yeah. where, where, yeah. where, 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 where? Um, that she, she was one of the uh, organizers of that particular event. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah, she's awesome, and yeah. I'll have yeah. her on the program eventually for sure. Yeah. I've talked to her about it. She knows it's coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, man, I, the thing is, like, there are some really cooperative bars and restaurants and stuff around town that. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is not you ideal. Okay? There's a lot of great like galleries for sure. That's just not where my art fits. Same. Yeah. 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 My art's that's very. Issue. Yeah, like, yeah. I do live painting a lot, so it's like color changing lights and black lights, and you know, it's more about yeah. being in that experience. And it's like, yeah, just showing it at bars, which I've done. It's, it's okay. Uh, I will plug Relay Ridge because they also have a gallery. That's they do. a really cool space, yep. and I know they are. I don't know how far they're booked, but I know they're like, you know, taking applications for first Fridays and stuff. And they do like open studios. So like, you know, I have a chance to like show some of my print stuff there, but I haven't yet, but, (laughs) but you will. Yeah. Well, (laughs) last time they did it, I was out of town or I said, most of my stuff I make, take the shows, sell on the spot. So I never have that much art on hand to like do a big show. So is it, when you do a show, is it just you for your show, or is it like a collective of artists? It depends. A lot of times there's multiple painters. Yeah. Um, So it'll be like two, three, four. I mean, mean, I've been at shows like 12 live painters or more before. Where, in my, at Highlander, one year I had a friend come up from Florida um, who's a painter, and there were some um, vocal artists, musical artists that were like singing, doing their stuff or whatever. Um, and he was painting while they were doing that. And it was just like a portrait that was dedicated to it. So uh, has there ever been or would you even be interested in doing something like that? Like maybe like partnering with artists of diff- other mediums, different mediums who do have access to spaces oh, yeah. um, just to, you know, even just get in there, you know? Yeah. And I've done stuff like that. I'm definitely open to it. It's just finding that right, the, yeah, like the, the sweet spot for that working relationship is really my difficult. My artwork is yeah. very psychedelic, very neat. Like it, it's very much geared towards like festival kids, concert kids, like the psychedelic community. Mm-hmm. Other people, kids love my art too, honestly. But like, mm-hmm. 
it is weird finding a niche of being like, hey, I'll show art here, but then I, I do it, and people are just like, mm, it's it's a weird like thing, kind of making super colorful art because you would think, oh, pretty colors, everybody loves pretty colors, and then you make this bright, colorful thing, and people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like some people are like, oh my god, this is amazing, kids are like this is great, and then you have other adults like this should be banned and taken down. You're, like, You're literally upset over colors, like yeah, things you see up. every day. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I am open to it. I want to do more stuff, but it is it is finding like the right sort of working relationship of like mm-hmm. and venue and spot and like audience for it. Mm-hmm. I've I've found that a lot of um, event managers that like to coordinate with visual artists for whatever's going on in their venue, they don't really understand the needs that we have for like lighting or space or what our footprint is. Mm-hmm. And even though like it would be our best practices to explain that to them, even when we do and i know these are conversations that you and i have both had with people in management positions that uh it's like hey we need one 110 power outlet and we need a six by six square on the floor to set up all of our stuff and don't worry about everything else because i got it that just seems to fly over some people's heads like uh and i'm and there are plenty of really good event managers and staff out there that i've had this conversation with that have accommodated me perfectly so i'm not gonna say that doesn't happen yeah but usually if it doesn't happen perfectly and everybody's clear from the get-go that this is what i need and everybody's good then it's just like a spirally shit show of like never being understood is this something that you give them in writing or is it just a conversation that you have um if if i if i have a history with the person i can usually knock it out over a conversation Mm -hmm. but if that's the first couple of times i'm working with somebody or if it's an establishment i've never worked with before i try to be as detailed as possible from the get-go in black and white like i will send an email say hey these are my recommendations for you know what i need access to this these are the the bare minimum things i need access to or it's one of those things like how can i what what do i have access to in your space and then let's talk about what i can do with those things so that's um that's kind of like what i did for the psych show series and these two gentlemen were involved in that yep. uh so when i did that at next level i said hey guys i got six artists i want to display in here with like five pieces a piece uh can we use the whole room you know can i display 30 35 40 pieces in this room and they're like, yeah, how are you going to do it? And I said, well, we're going to hang some shit over there. We're going to hang some shit over here. We're going to put shit on that wall. We're going to put stuff on this wall, this wall, this wall, this wall, you know. And they were very accommodating, and that was super cool. Mm-hmm. And I did some stuff that, uh, you know, normally they probably wouldn't let any old person do if I didn't come in there and be like, hey, this is what I want to do, and, like, confidently understand how I wanted to execute that. Because they've got a little half wall that separates their taproom area from their brewing area. Mm-hmm. I strung stuff up over top of that little half wall and uh lit it from the front from some of the pillars in the room so there was basically no added footprint to what was already in the room and everything was up out of the way properly lit did and you video all of that i, I have video of it yeah yeah, yeah that's that'll be something dope to show another venue that you're trying to court or whatever like look this is what we did and there wasn't damage and you know like this is how we utilize the space because sometimes if people can't envision it they don't want to do it right even though i clearly explain all the things as best i can mm-hmm. seeing it is also helpful mm-hmm. yeah but uh that that was that was sock show one it worked out really really well and i used that room in a really good way and it, it ended up being a, a really appealing show in my opinion because there was illustrative work that was black and white there was hyper colorful work there was surrealist work uh some of chance's work some of my work some of derek's work like the, it, the the mix and variety all complemented itself really really well 
and I was happy about that. Have it all in one room for a weekend so everybody could see the variety of things. Stuff that I would all consider under the blanket of psychedelic art. That's why the art show series is called Psych Show. So that's uh, two of those have went over really, really well. And the, the third one will be in my garage where I can control everything about it. <laughs> everything. Yeah, better to me honestly yeah i know and i the thing that really gets me about promoting the next psych show is like oh yeah the place is called the weird gallery it's in my garage like <laughs> so you know it's as grassroots as it can possibly get because it's in my garage Valid. Well, bars and stuff you also just have people who are like hey i'm just gonna go drink and they're like what's going on like i'm not here for this or, you, or maybe some people do interact with it but like you know it is a thing of, you know here in your garage like oh i'm going to this like it's more of a yeah, yes exactly it's a dedicated intentional space for the viewing and commerce of art yes 100 percent. and that's why i'm doing it because i can't control that aspect of the experience if i'm out in somebody else's venue and they've got food drink live music whatever the hell i have to fight for eyeballs mm-hmm. imagine doing comedy in a space like that i would mm. not <laughs> they, uh, there's a place a venue in knoxville called alley ray's great restaurant really great food probably one of the best menus that like you i've come across um but the people are not there for comedy do they have a lot of tvs in the dining room no, no it's no. on broadway right yeah it's on well, broadway. they have an outdoor seating yeah. i've never been inside but yeah i yeah. used to live like right it's it's a really really hard room to to work with. It's because you're fighting for the intent for the attention, right? I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, you're fighting against servers. You're fighting against like just the conversations that people want to have with the people at their tables. Who so, like I actually came out because you know it's our family dinner. We did not come to hear your dick mm-hmm. stories. Like, you know, <laughs> like, oh. And you got a few good ones. Oh my god! <laughs> they would just listen to them. <laughs> But yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I can't imagine, but have never experienced that particular uh, struggle. But I, mine is pretty rough sometimes. So I can only imagine what adding public speaking to that does. <laughs> I, uh, I very much have tried to figure out how I can fix this struggle and removing my craft from that venue is definitely the way I fix that struggle. And that's really the only way I know to do it because there's only so much I can do that I can control. Well, we can buy a venue. Well, you know, I was, you know, I was going to tell Oak the other day that the damned old Goodwill over here on Western next to La Fiesta is up for lease, and I don't know how that would work, but it sounded like a really good idea at the time. <laughs> I, I've, I really want to have a day job that pays me enough to rent a really small industrial space to where I can just, like, have art shows there on the weekends. That would be, like my midlife goal i guess i don't know something you know uh, something i would like to accomplish in the next few years definitely like have a space that's outside of my house that i can control and have cool stuff in and making sure people like ourselves are represented in this space yeah. so we'll see that's what i'm shooting for everybody brandy where's your favorite comedy venue around town is it central cinema Yes, I can say that confidently now because I now run a mic at Central Center. Because hey. um, so, before I'm like, fuck no, this is my second favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> But no, Central Cinema, something's really special about Central Cinema. 
Um, and when people come there, people come there like specifically just to laugh. You mm-hmm. know, uh, it's always like really good vibes. Well, I feel like that room from the get go has always been intentional for entertainment. Like nobody's yeah. questioning what a cinema is for. No. And and the seating setup is purposeful, and everything is there yeah. for a reason. So if you step in that room, you you intend to be paying attention. So yeah, definitely, that's an intentional space for performing or consuming media. Yeah. It would be really nice if we had an actual comedy club here. I know that there used to be a comedy club. Side splitters, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's what I hear. Um, but, you know, we don't have that anymore. And it's a lot of times we have to find, like, gyms. Like, well, you can't find gyms, like Central Cinema. But, you know, we there's a lot of brewery shit. It's, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, don't tell is doing a really good job with finding like just obscure venues like hair salons, bookstores, uh, vitamin stores, or whatever. What, vitamin stores, like, yeah, man. like there, there's a vitamin store down on Union Ave that we did a show in. That's you fucking GNC shit, yeah. Like Eddie's, Eddie's, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the whole deal about don't tell stuff is like they're popping up in those random spots, right? And they're like really limited info on the front end. They tell you yeah, where you, you gotta go. Yeah, you buy a ticket and then you, the, you'll you find out the date of what the venue is um, and the lineup is a surprise lineup. Like, so. Oh, so it's just about all a surprise until yeah, then. I you'll, like that. You'll know what area it is. It'll be like, oh, South Knoxville, Happy Holler or something like that. Um, but Nashville, Nashville kind of changed the game for Don't Tell because they just did one at Nissan Stadium. No shit. Yeah. And it was like, I was there doing Don't Tell, but we were at 12 South. Like, we were at fucking Marine Lair, a clothing store, while, like, the heavy hitters in Nashville were at fucking Nissan doing I mean, Don't Tell. That's awesome, though. Like, yeah. that's, that's a hell of a venue to have on the list. Because it's like now, like, look what we did in Nashville. Like, what would it look like to have that at one of the say, what the fuck is the name of the, the, the new, what is it? The, the Food City? Oh, Thompson uh, Bowling. But yeah. Food at, at Food City Center. Yeah, uh, Thompson Bowling. Bowling Arena at Food, at food City Center. Uh, okay, so it is still <laughs> Thompson Bowling. That's stupid. The actual court yeah. is called Thompson or whatever. It's, that's the summit. In Thompson Ball Arena at Food City Center. Let me add two more sentences for the rest of the things I forgot. Yeah, Yeah, it's one of those. It's the longest venue name in North America. Yeah, that's unnecessary. Terribly unnecessary. But you know what? The school had to find another reason for Food City to give them money. So, like, we'll slap your name on the place, give us a check. That's exactly right. Well, also, Food City's, you know, fixing, renovating. Right. They've spent a ton of money. For the renovation, yeah. Yeah. So they can put their name on it. Yeah, uh, that's just how stadiums go nowadays. <laughs> y'all wonder, y'all ever wonder if like Food City and Ingles got beef? I would hope so. <laughs> they fighting for the same old people, like exactly. That's what I'm like. They have yeah. the exact same demographic. Yeah, they fighting for the same old people. There's one on uh, Merchants. Is yeah. it still open? Yeah, I was there two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm an old and then person. There's one on Emory, right? Uh, there's that's a. Big Kroger, oh. yeah, a, oh, yeah. A, the Kroger Marketplace. Yeah, well, I remember Food Line back in the day. I don't think that even. There's a Food Line in La Follette. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, still about ten years behind. Yeah, well, small town USA right there. I can say like I'm from that area. <laughs> 
Yeah, Sneevil's really similar. We have a, a Green's IGA. Good old IGA. Oh, boy. Sneevil doesn't even sound like a real place. I promise you it I is. No, no, no. I, I promise you it's a real place. I, I grew up there. It's in several oh Dr. God. Seuss books. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're funny. Here, you know where Horton lives? Huh? Yeah. Isn't that where Horton lives in? Horton. Horton, no, uh, the Lor, what is, uh, Ooh, the Lorax. The Lorax, he lives in Sneedville with a T, with a TH, and people hear me say Sneedville in public, and they're like, no shit. <laughs> I'm just like, damn, no. <laughs> but when I say Sneedville, most often people think of the Dr. Seuss reference of Sneedville because the truffle trees, and you know, it sounds so similar. Yeah. So they usually, they, that's what they pick up on. And then I have to tell them it's a two-stoplight town in the mountains with a population of under 2,000 people. And the story changes a little bit. It's mm-hmm. far less fantastic after that. A little bit. Yeah. You just go with the doctor's suit. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the place is gorgeous, and there's not a lot of people there, so they haven't really ruined all of it yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you go 10 minutes out of town in any direction, it's wonderful. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, it's a great place. I grew up there. I spent the first 20 years of my life there, and then I moved here. Been here ever since. Yep. Uh, legit two stoplights, though. Like, that's not a joke. Two stoplights. Hey, you got a Hardee's, though. Well, we got a Hardee's, and we just got our first Mexican restaurant. Oh, oh. love Hardee's. Well, that's because I could pick banjo in there in the afternoons on Sundays. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Is it Tex-Mex, or is it... No, it's, le- it, <laughs> it's legit Mexican. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, it's a franchise... Well, not a franchise, but a different location ran by a family that owns a Mexican restaurant in Morristown. So they just came across the mountain and decided to open up in the old Pizza Plus because... The Pizza Plus decided to build a new building like one block away on the other side of the Dollar General. So instead of it being a Dollar General or a dollar Family Dollar Pizza Plus Dollar General, it is now a Family Dollar Mexican Restaurant, pizza, uh, Dollar Tree, whatever it is, and then a Pizza Restaurant. Mm. So the restaurant variety increased by like mm, 15% that day when they opened up. Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, not I hadn't, that's where I'm from. I had gone back in like a decade and I went back and yeah, like, forget, like the Burger King and moved across the road. Whoa. I was just like, wait, what? I was like, what? what's going on here? Yeah, my mom called me one day and she's like, son, they're opening a Mexican restaurant in the old Pizza Plus. And I said, dear God. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I took a big step up. And then, you know, uh, at some point, somebody started licensing pizza restaurants inside of uh, subways so when that happens you know everybody went crazy you can get a pizza at subway now well, well i heard they on broadway that's an old subway yeah you're right it is mm-hmm. but they took that building over because it was them and then like a payday loan place i just went by the other day they've taken me yeah out yeah, yeah. bless them for that so good. god man it's pretty good stuff yeah uh, them them lingua tacos is oh, where it's yeah. at for me yeah. i live by the one out west the old Chick-fil-A. That's, that's dangerous. The Express. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Herodotura Express. Mm-hmm. Express. Yeah. Dangerous. That's the one I eat at most often. But if I'm on the north end of town, that Broadway location better watch out because I'm coming. <laughs> 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 I've had many of those tacos. Same. Many, many. You know, guys, this sparkling water is really good. <laughs> See, that's what happens when you play a podcast around dinner time. You know, talking. About yeah, I know. <laughs> Luckily, I was able to work everything out today, where I finished dinner at like six fifteen, and and, and it all worked out. So I'm sorry about uh, interrupting everybody else's dinner plans tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my 
blood sugar's low over here. Uh, but, <laughs> hey, man, there's some brown you sugar in the cabinet. Cereal bars. You? Uh, I got some, uh, there's some Honey Nut Cheerios on top of the fridge. You're welcome to them. Like a toddler. Hey, there's some bowls with suction cups on the bottom in the cabinet. <laughs> you can have those too, man. Those bowls work, don't they? Did you break them all? <laughs> yeah, he broke them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I will I'll say that I've been working on this uh, emotions series. So I've been working on some pretty like heavy hitting emotional stuff in, in my creative practice as of late. That piece right there on the wall is the first one. That's called Gratitude. I painted that last Thanksgiving. So there are three pieces right there. Top left corner, the green one. <laughs> okay. Can you not tell which one is the one with Saturn and the moon? Yeah, yeah. Randy, if you were more familiar with my artwork, that would have been less of a question. I'm sorry to assume. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, if if I tell you I've made three of those, and the first one was last November, let me tell you this series is rolling off the press quick. And uh, one every four months, yeah, something like that. You know, whenever I care to linger on my emotions and try to figure out what that actually looks like, <laughs> so I've done two others since then, <laughs> and I might be working on a third inside my head. We'll see. But uh, that, that's that been the stuff that's been pouring out of me with the most heartfelt intention. Brandy, I'll pull that off the wall later, and you can get a really good look at it, okay? But uh, have y'all been pouring hearts into your work lately? No, but I have a question. I'm sorry, you go. <laughs> you go. You go first. Um, I was just gonna say, and this goes back to the first question that you asked. Um, I have this new bit that I'm really excited about that I've been working on, and um, I figured out how to work it in between my opener and my closer. Just if I get like a 10 minute spot or whatever, and I'm really, really excited about it. But I also realized that it can be a really triggering piece for some people. Have you Have like, you tried it? Yeah. Have you put it out there? Yeah, yet? yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I've gotten good reception from it, and how I've reworked it because I realized sometimes my battle is like um, separating my poetry from my comedy. Uh, because I like to write my comedy in as a poem just because of the structure mm -hmm. wise or whatever and how to keep things formatted. Um, but that also I get deeper. And I'm like, uh, comedy ain't supposed to be that deep. Yeah. Like, like yeah. let's not, let's not like, <laughs> service level. Let's keep it service. Like, you you know. get halfway into this and you remember it's a joke. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, literally, like, um, I did it uh, on, what was it, last night? Yeah, last night at Imes. And I cut it in half and it, it hit the way that I wanted it to hit because when I had performed it before and I did the full joke, it was like, yeah, that's funny, but also you lived a hard life. Like, it, you did, know? did it get too wordy? Yeah, it, it got too deep. Okay. It got too deep. So you gave yourself too much space to, to get into that idea. Yeah. And I was like, I just cut it off. So I'm like, I'm really happy with how that joke is like really shaping up right now also i saw some pictures from the i'm set up last night that looked like a really cool little setup it was nice yeah with it the up lighting yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh the the stage and and the stool and all the up lighting looked really really good yeah, yeah with the natural background stuff stage. yeah for Very real nice. um if you haven't listened to their episode i put that one out last and it's a really Did fun you? one yeah with oh, ricky yay, and rowan yay. yeah okay. it, it was a lot of fun uh, I wound Ricky up and she just talked and then Roland would sprinkle in some stuff every now and again. It was <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean you you've hung out with them. You sort of know Yay. their dynamic. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, oh, so that was a lot fun. of fun. 
that that's that particular conversation is what spawned the orgy cast idea like that whole that whole thing all happened right then yeah but uh i'm i was super happy to see that setup because it you know you got to be kind of next to nature or nature adjacent which i would imagine is something really it was loud as hell <laughs> that fucking cicadas <laughs> And they're just like screaming, fuck, fuck, yeah. fuck, yeah. fuck, yeah. fuck. <laughs> me, 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 me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to be funny over here. Like. I know. <laughs> but and they were behind you too, so it's even worse. Everywhere. <laughs> they were everywhere. It so it did you really really enjoy like performing outside in that kind of environment? Because I, you know, that's not something you get to do all the time, right? So what I've come to the realization is that while I like being outside, I'm not really outdoorsy. Mm. There's a difference. There is a difference. Mm -hmm. So that that was like kind of at that border. Yeah. You know, like that was on the line. Yeah, that was that was on the line because (laughs) outside is just outside. Like you know, outdoorsy is you in nature, you're in golf. Like there's you gonna get big. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'll be right back. Hang on. Yeah. So like that last night was, uh, yeah, it was kind of like right on that border. So. Mm I'm glad you found where that line is. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's a real important line. No, You're just like, listen, no. you ask me to do any patio gig, but if I'm doing a trailhead, hell no. My God. <laughs> My God. Like, I am from the city. I was raised in Cincinnati, Ohio. I was born in Plainfield, New Jersey. Like, I'm not... All this that y'all be doing with the the hikings and the the, the bike and the quarries. I got a whole bit about the first time I got invited to a quarry to go swim. Y'all don't swim in that shit. Y'all float and drink beer. Y'all call that shit tubing. They're like, y'all need to tell people that. What else is tubing? That's it. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay. People call I it thought it was swim. I got invited oh, to swim. Really? She thought this was a, like a, an active activity. This is yeah, not a, not a no. passive. No, no. All the action is right here. Yeah. Not, not here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, okay, so now I know better. You know, but yeah. So this the last five minutes of this conversation have been all about expectations and how they need to be more clearly demonstrated on the front end. So if you ask Brandy to go swimming, you better get your shit straight. Please, like there should be swimming involved, right? Right. And act and action. And if you're going to be in a tube drinking beer, ask her if. You, you want to drink beer. Because I'm not going to bring a tube if we swim it. Right. And that was my debacle. So. So you showed, did you bring a tube to this scenario or did you have to bum one? No. I, no. No. I, somebody gave me. You'd be hanging on Somebody you. gave me a life vest. And I didn't want to like put it on and like buckle it up and look silly or whatever. So I straddled it like a buoyant diaper. Mm-hmm. Um, it works real well. Center gravity low. Center gravity low. Yeah. 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 And your hands are free, unrestricted movement. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah hey. but also I realized like my legs are like I'm, my body is way more down in the water than anybody else's because they are laying in the float. They just got yeah, their butts in the water, pissing everywhere. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> And then one of the girls, girls, I was like, now don't go down too far. 
Because, like, they're all the machines are still down there from when they removed all the marble. But, wait, 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 wait. But what's why it? didn't you put this in the Evo? Wait, wait. Was it clear that this was hundreds of feet down? Or was it just like, hey, don't go 10 feet down? Because it's not Some 10 feet. people die in here every year. That's what we get down there for, you did. Yeah. yeah. By the time you get down there for, yeah, you just were intentionally going down, down there. there and no. The it's, it's wild. Yeah, they they tell you not to dive into that shit for yeah, a reason. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, and I then there's and then there's people like over here jumping off the rocks like oh, all the yeah. time. <laughs> and then people like going you can down. Go and then they end up getting stuck. Yeah, you see, and I thought like, that it's it dark was dark in those things. Like, yeah, it's it's dangerous. You see them little crazy ass white boys climbing up yep. the side. <laughs> like, I thought that that was as wild as it got. <laughs> like, no, y'all going under? Yeah. Oh, oh. Right. They don't. I don't think they do it intentionally. It's, you dive down and end up. Oh, you you get to the bottom of that arc and you hit your head and it's just over with. Like, oh my God. Too. so you know the tubes are really important. Yeah, yeah, the tubes are really important. In the water, yeah, just on top of the water. You know, did did you know there are jellyfish in that quarry too? No, what? Yeah, there are jellyfish in Meat's quarry. Freshwater jellyfish. What? Yeah, that can't be real. It's it's true. They they are really small. But it do is they true. Sting? Um, I don't. I would imagine they do, but I don't never like. I've never heard of a fish. somebody I've getting rushed to UT. Jellyfish in Ohio. Why? Why? We had um, Lake on Lake Winoka. But I also like realized that I was a child and adults lie. Oh yeah. Just <laughs> like, you know, like, so they do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they don't, Elliot. But they, they, <laughs> do. they do. I've never lied to you ever. Well, I've touched a jellyfish before. Yeah, and your mama told you to back up, didn't she? <laughs> Where were you at? He was on the beach. Where? Uh, Florida. Yeah, that, was Daytona, Orlando? Where was it? Orlando? Yeah, Orlando. I like how he knows and you were unsure. Well, he I wasn't there. Okay. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 I was stoned in my recliner. Well, you know. Like, but uh, now he's he's been to Florida more times recently than I have because uh, his 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 uh, stepdad's family's got some family down there, so they'll run down there sometimes in the summer. Yeah, uh, and we took him to Disneyland after he learned how to poop in the toilet too, so that was nice. What did or you not Disneyland, but uh, Legoland. That's what it was. We took him to Legoland after he got potty trained. Yep. What are you gonna do when he graduates? Ah, uh, that's TBD. That's a future Thomas I mean, problem. You started really high. Like we had a struggle. Got taken oh. to the moon. To the moon. We were talking about going to the moon yesterday. I ain't even kidding. We were in the car. We were in the car, and he's like, "Dad, I got two goals in my life: that's to make people laugh, and then after I figure that shit out, I'm going to the moon." <laughs> I'm just like, "Well, brother, I think you got the the first one pretty good right now, and uh, I'll probably never get to go to the moon, but your ass will probably get to go to the moon. You know, technology and stuff." Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> as long as we can ride to the moon on a rocket not shaped like a fucking dick, I'll be good. No, 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 no. Listen, it's it's if Jeff Bezos has anything to do with this, all the rockets are shaped like penises. Let's just be honest about this. The, the Blue Origins rocket shapes like a fucking dick. And, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is it's the most aerodynamic shit. Ah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Isn't the most? Wait a minute. <laughs> 
Never mind that. I'm gonna Fibonacci curves. No See, yeah. they, this is. I want to make a joke about Nick's coming at you fast now, but I just don't know. I don't know the wording because you were like, I don't think dicks are the most aerodynamic. Thing. I'm like, well, how do you know dicks are the most aerodynamic thing? Well, Somebody's about to email Lockheed right now. That, that reminds me. So you're talking about painting emotions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lust isn't in the list. It didn't really remind me. But I, I, I remembered we were talking about it. But I, I was curious. Um, so do you just think about a certain emotion and just start painting and going for so, it? So uh, how, how that has worked so far in this series, uh, I'm glad you brought this back to some serious conversation. Uh, we'll get back to aerodynamic penises in a moment. Uh, no, in all seriousness, I've, I've thought about moments in, in my life experience where that particular emotion was the dominant feeling that I had. Um, like, you know, like I said, I painted that one on Thanksgiving. So I was thinking about what my plans were that day, who I was going to see, how I was going to spend my time, you know, how I was happy to see the people I was going to be spending time with, happy to be doing what I was doing that day. And I had a couple hours to kill and it just felt green and blue and kind of spiky. And kind of spiky is not necessarily a bad thing. It's more like a, a reachy out, spready, kind of like the extents of kind of thing. And that's just the shapes and the color patterns that came out of that, that thought process. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the other two have been uh, hope is blue, and I describe it as that looking something, looking at something very bright from very far away. It kind of has that like glimmer, you know, and you can't really tell, you know, when you look at something through a large portion of the atmosphere. It, it, it uh, what's the word? It, it blinks, diffracts. Yeah, that and uh, what's like what it twinkles. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> twinkles, but uh, you know. <laughs> That that is That's how I describe that one. I have that too. <laughs> it's really good in the rain at night. I love it. It's I've painted my astigmatism flare. I have. Like I'm driving home at night. <laughs> good thing you don't live far away. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I had the third one I painted was disgust, and it was purple, and it's asymmetrical for a good portion of the design. So um, it starts kind of in the middle and uh, works its way outward in a way that isn't any sort of symmetrical and then there are flares and aspects of that that uh sort of wing out in layered ways and uh, that's just the the colors and shapes that came to me when i thought about the experience i had that spawned that emotion yeah so uh, as i work through this series i've got a list and i'm working through the list in the order that they are written uh, which is just, you know, when the idea hit me that day. And then as I go through this list, I think about experiences that I've had and how I translate that into a visual media. That's how that works. And then I'll do the next one, and it may be that same process, or it might not, but that's what it's been so far. Kind of something I started recently, or something I've wanted to do for a long time is sigil paintings. Mm -hmm. Like uh, taking a word, uh, like stuff, and like, magic like a cult magic where you like take a word you take like certain letters out then you mix it together and you know, make it unrecognizable but you use the shapes to make like a symbol mm -hmm. and actually i just made my first one design but yeah, just, it's and you didn't tell me you was working on anything when i asked <coughs> i <laughs> got, got sidetracked uh yeah we got sidetracked on that question um but yeah first one i was doing hex you know, which I play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. That's a spell in Dungeons and Dragons. Um, 
but also it's a real thing. It's a real curse thing. But like doing that, but yeah, taking emotions, being happy, but make a sigil of it and like paint it, print it. That way, you know, people look at it. It's supposed to, you know, subconsciously, you know, make people feel happy or whatever the emotion is. It's people use it in like black magic, and that's where a lot of like the lore of it comes from. But that's not really my intent with it. <laughs> You're not going Gilgameshian with it all yeah, the way that not the quite. demons or anything. Not like a well, An- Anthony LeVay. Mm. Like, yeah, not, not going like that route, yeah. like the sex magic route. Like, yeah. Like, no Necronomicon. But I love Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> and that stuff, so it's like, like well, that's cool. Like, I want to make some sigils and some like fake magic language. Yeah. Well, that's that's like. I don't you don't have a whole lot of well you do but the geometry in your art is a little different than the geometry in my art yeah. so people look at I'm sure people have looked at your work and be like oh man sacred geometry look at that and I'm just like yeah whatever and they're like oh what you know because people get really uppity about their geometry sometimes they're like oh man I bet you must like meditate on these symbols and these shapes and like ah you know all these things and I'm just like no I just draw this sure. shit like, <laughs> <laughs> like no I'm just a nerd honestly it's like you know what I love circles and rulers and and, and, and math yeah like that's 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 more the thing that I get all into the, all the platonic solids are like the shape of the Dungeons and Dragons dice. Yeah, exactly. Four-sided, six-sided, eight-sided, you know. And, and it, it seems to just like baffle people when I tell them that I'm not like some, you know, uh, monkish religious scholar of these shapes and patterns when I draw them and they're just like, how do you... Uh, that is like a meditative like monk practice. It is. Like, and it, and, and one of the shapes, like meditating on an emotion and like... You know, and and you and I have talked about like how you know mentally healthful like that, that kind of practice is mm-hmm. and i do get that out of it but i'm never sitting here like oh man i'm gonna draw this kind of hexagon with this many lines and faces because i need to manifest some shit in my life you know <laughs> never never at all yeah, i mean that's like people with uh you know rocks and gemstones and stuff if i carry this thing in my pocket it should get me ten dollars by wednesday yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> never, like no never I won this lottery if I had my amethyst with me. Yeah, if I if only I had the amethyst. Yeah, got to charge your stones in the moonlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was that eclipse today. Like, if you didn't have your quartz in the windowsill today, you done That's fucked up. That's true. <laughs> really, you gonna be behind? You fucked up. Yeah, you, you fucked up real bad. Me. That special moon in the way sun energy right there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need some of that. Charge them crystals, baby. Hey, it's the sunlight that goes through the moon. Right, right. It's it's it's, it. it's through. Yeah, yeah. Not the stuff that goes around. No, no. no. It's got to go through and then it hits only my rock it hits only mine and all the people that are like crystal heads or whatever <clears throat> that didn't sound good crystal heads. <laughs> <laughs> no, the other crystal heads are actually called uh, say it we're here methods so yeah. see now we know yeah. more about your uh your uh, audience base yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> crystal heads huh? yeah. <laughs> i love my listeners with our yeah 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 you definitely do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you meet some you meet some uh, characters working in a head shop too. Yeah, yeah, I, I did that I for a while. <laughs> yeah, I did that for a while. Well, that's why I started pricing all my art like one 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 two 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 three 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 is the angel numbers. Yeah, it's not because I believe in it, but people like they're like, oh, that's, that's an angel number. This is speaking to me. I'm like, oh, yeah. Cool. I didn't need an angel to buy yeah, and it's like I'm not gonna give you a discount. You already said you love this number. <laughs> yeah, you can buy that for sure, full price. I don't think I'd be doing you a favor by giving you a discount. No, no, no. They they, they, they want to spend that 111 dollars, and I'm gonna let them. 100. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna get in their way of pulling the money out and saying, "Hey, here you go." Not at all. Never. 
because I need it. <laughs> but also, with that, I'm like, oh, I'll take, you know, 100 or 200 feel like they're getting a deal. I'm like, no, that's, that's the actual price. <laughs> I just like putting the angel numbers up to draw people in. Yeah, the... the the people that really like nerd in on that shit are just they do well then they start out. talking to me about it I'm like <laughs> I really don't know anything no. about it and you're just like nah yeah it's just a label and they get so disheartened but <laughs> no, you already I, made the I sale I just pull out my phone and be like yeah you that one right I mean, <laughs> it's here. yeah and it's like what's your PayPal and it's like it's on the QR code right there <laughs> <It's exactly laughs> that's it right there scan it if you need the Wi-Fi, I'll give it Because that's important underground. Well, yeah, there's no cell phone service, but it's like, I was like, I have the Wi Fi, like, I'll tell you it. Like, that's how we do this PayPal, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Get your money. JK, I love doing art for people. It's not about just the money. (laughs) I like the conversations it leads to. I mean, yeah, but the conversations don't pay no bills. Exactly. That's, like, That's why I talk to people after they buy my shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can pay my bills, and that's crazies. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, friends. Do we have anything we're working on next? What's the next thing? I have I'm looking at you, Brandon. two comedy festivals coming up, and I'm two? So fucking nervous. Oh, know. you got this. You know you do. Yeah. Don't act like you ain't, because you shouldn't. Cause Are you they can. in Knoxville? Or? No. Um, the first one is uh, Blue Ridge Comedy Festival, December 11th through the 16th. That's in Bristol, Tennessee, at the Blue Ridge Comedy Club. Um, and then the other one, I didn't officially get accepted into it, but I accidentally applied twice. Ooh. And a person who was doing it, she was like, "Did you? Were you just trying to submit a new tape or whatever?" And I was like, "Well, I actually didn't know that I applied." <laughs> and she was like, "Oh no! Like you, unless you want to submit a new tape, but we were already just talking about how great your tape was." Oh, so definitely send them another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I feel good. like I got. <laughs> Yeah, here's a second helping get you yeah. some. <laughs> so I'm like, it feels like I, I got into that one, and that's in Atlanta. That's the West End Comedy Festival, hopefully. Um, and I'll be in February. Is so. that is that sort of the extent of your travel for your comedy work right now? No. Or have you been? Where else have you been? Um, I travel to Virginia a lot. They love me in Virginia. Well, hell yeah. Roanoke, and I did a my very first corporate gig um, in Richmond for Kroger. Um, not too long ago and now I'm traveling to Nashville a lot to do comedy but Chattanooga um, is on the circuit Chattanooga has like a booming comedy scene nice. so um, yeah and then Bristol yeah. um, do you also hate traveling 81 North just like everybody else yeah. Yeah. But I don't. My the worst trip for me is the drive back from Nashville. Yeah, every time. It's the back the, the driving change. back from Nashville. I mean, that kicks my ass. Like I can't do anything for that next day. It feels like I have jet lag or but, something. Yeah, it's jet lag. You get in the car. Yeah. It's its own special kind of torture. Oh, <laughs> like, like the night of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, it's two and a half hours. Like, wait, three and a half because the time change. Yeah. So you get home. Like, you get 
get to Roan County and everything just changes. Yeah. <laughs> you pass that Bucky's and it's yeah, it's yeah. something, something about it. Yeah, and I stop at that Bucky's every time. I gotta get me them chocolate chip cookie dough bites. I ain't even you know, kidding. I, I never even go in for anything specific except for to use the restroom. Well, I mean, yeah, that's, that's a very important. Yeah, it is. That's a very important everything thing. Everything else has always disappointed me every time. Did <laughs> <I stopped laughs> it? Them cookie dough bites. That's why I stopped getting shit from Bucky's because I was getting disappointed. Mm-hmm. Like, God, like right. a ten dollar pulled pork sandwich is like the worst thing. Any I've ever of the food items like yeah. that, the hot ready trash. Like, yeah, yeah. Yo, the the pastries and stuff are pretty good though. I'm always there like four in the morning when there are no pastries. Last time I was in there, I got two blueberry muffins, a peach muffin, and a pecan muffin and I almost ate them all on the way home from uh, from what is it Clarksville to here yeah mm-hmm. yeah wait a second you said you only got two weeks hey, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that information may be inaccurate <laughs> uh, I remember which one of those I ate and the one that you left in the box the ants got it Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You didn't need it, so the bugs got it. Mm-hmm. We went to Bucky's on the way back from Atlanta, you know, like two in the morning, and a school bus rolled up, like a few school of, bus like, high school kids like got out at like two in the morning to like at the Bucky's. They didn't yeah. rent a charter bus. I mean, they must have been going somewhere, obviously, but I like to think it was literally just a field trip to a Bucky's. First of all, <laughs> I don't like how you insinuated that, like, schools can just rent charter buses. Well, listen. Some of listen, us poor shit, and listen. we will take them goddamn yellow school buses all the way up to fucking Central State University. How, how far down there. on the poverty list was the county you grew up in? Because I promise mine was lower. Oh, yeah, wait a minute. First of all, we're not going to do the Oppression Olympics, goddammit. <laughs> but I was in a band in high school, and I remember there were a lot of times we took yellow buses when we should have had charter buses. Well, okay, so the only time I took a school field trip that wasn't on a school bus was when my senior trip to D.C. We took a charter bus to D.C. Uh, but we funded that, the whole class, you know, we put yeah. the school, the state didn't pay for that. We funded that yeah. for ourselves. Um so you know the whole nine yards 100 percent student funded for that trip as far as i remember that's because like washington dc is a pretty cool town <laughs> you shouldn't be paying for your own school trip well How i mean we had to there? you had to do fundraising yeah, and crap I yeah yeah that's exactly yeah. it yeah i mean we had what the option uh 2009 so this was okay. like the 2008 2009 uh school year um and everywhere else I went for uh, sports trips or school trips oh, or anything okay. like, uh, you know, locally slash regionally was on a school bus. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was under the school umbrella of funds. Yeah. But if we wanted to do something cool for ourselves, like, no, fuck it. Y'all, y'all got to pay for it. You know, Denver so. Yep. Well, it's Two actually north of here. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Two stoplights. That's right. <laughs> uh, my, my, my schooling experience wasn't atypical for small town shenanigans. But uh, I think we had it, maybe four stoplights in Oh, God. Where are you from? Oneida, Tennessee. Oh, that's right. You just say Scott County. Yeah. Got it. It's also like Sneedville up north. It's the connection. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we're giggling about unfortunate circumstances that we have no control over. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, my parents moved there when I was eight. Oh, yeah. So I, I was just born there. So I was like, sh- you know, thrust into it. You had to like transition into that. Well, my mom worked for National Park. So we, I was born in Montana originally, but moved to Arizona, Minnesota, then Tennessee. And they're like, let's stay here so they can get out of school. So 
don't want to say the worst decision. <laughs> Other places are a little bit cooler. Are there a lot of elk in Montana? As soon as you yes. said Montana, I was like, oh, it sounds like there's a lot of Because my mom elk. worked for Yellowstone. I know there's a lot of elk in the Yellowstone area, which is mainly Wyoming, but it's in Montana as yeah. well. So I'd say there's elk in most of Montana. I moved when I was two, so I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I mean, I've been to <laughs> <laughs> I need your two-year-old self to bring this information up, like, stat. I have, like, one memory from being, like, <laughs> from a two-year-old. I was, like, le- moving away from my <laughs> Like, the classic Pixar shit, like, looking at it in the rear view. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I don't know if that's, like, implanted in, like, a fake memory, but, like, I have that memory. Fair enough. Is anybody from Knoxville? I'm from West Virginia. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not. I got stories. Yeah, I am. Oh, you're the Lone <laughs> Ranger here. Right? Yep. What's the name? Wait, what's the name of the podcast? It's the Knoxville area. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even show art in the Knoxville area. Yeah, well, there's, there's irony everywhere in this conversation, apparently. Everywhere. So, so what part of Knoxville? Uh, Fountain City. Okay. Like your whole life? That's not Knoxville. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> Fountain City. That's <laughs> I mean, that's between North Knoxville actually, and Halls. Halls is not Knoxville. Yeah. Fountain City is. It is. Yeah, it's Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Greater Knoxville area. So, do you have any like art-oriented tales from from the past of growing up in Fountain City? Um, anything involving the ducks? <laughs> no, 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 no. That damn pond. Um, there's a duck pond in Fountain City. Uh, Fountain City Lake. I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stretch of the word lake. <laughs> I don't know if they measure it by circumference or water. You know the, the amount of water. It's but the depth. It'll give you <laughs> We've already talked about the depth today. <laughs> the circumference I'll, of the. I'll fill you in. Heart-shaped lake, because depending on who you ask, it is definitely not the duck pond. It's the duck pond. I mean, obviously, <laughs> no one knows what you're talking about if you're under 85 and you say Fountain City Lake. But the sign reads Fountain City Lake. Oh wow! Never noticed it. it That's like the 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 um what is it? The Panda Garden. Don't even start with me right now. You're talking about the one on Callahan. I hate it so much. I was vehemently, passionately displaying my hate for this the other day. I, now let me let me preface this by saying I have eaten there. They've taken my money. The food was pretty okay. <laughs> but it bugs the ever loving shit out of me that their name is Panda Garden and there's a damn koala on the side. <laughs> I, I'm gonna bust in there one day after being stoned as shit at the house, and I'm just like, this is it. I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna bust in. The, I'm gonna bust in the door. Was it a sale? Did somebody Listen, not know yeah. what a koala? Yes. Uh, it's like if, if this is a joke, I need to know. Yeah. Like, like tell me, tell me right. Now that y'all know what you're doing with the wrong animal on the sign, tell me. And I get every time somebody brings that place up, I'm just like, I can't talk about it. <laughs> Don't get me started. The, the dam will break, the levees will go. Would you eat at a place called Koala Garden? Though? Would I eat at a place called Koala Garden? Absolutely. It better be Australian food. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 
Vegemite, what is Australian food? I, I'm Vegemite. assuming kangaroo. <laughs> I, would, I would go there to learn what Australian food is. I would have to be taught by experience. It's Vegemite sandwich. I'm sure all of my Australian listeners want to strangle you right now. And I, you've seen it. I've cussed about it in the car when you've been with me. I, we talk about it sometimes when we go by there, and I just hate it. I hate it vehemently with a fiery wait, passion as red as my hair. Is, okay, I, I, I haven't seen this, but it's an illustration of a koala. Correct. It's, it's a round it's, format uh, backlit sign, and it's just a koala on a piece of fucking... <laughs> On bamboo or on, eucalyptus? It's on. <laughs> that's what I, mean. I would hope it's on eucalyptus. Well, I think it's just bamboo, the koala. I think it's bamboo though, because I don't think. I don't. You're Brandy, 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 you're on your phone. Brandy, you're on the phone. Are you pulling it up right I'm trying now? To, okay, okay. Because yeah. I saw you reach for your device, and I was like, I bet she's gonna show uh, Adam a picture right now. Because I, I hope. I'm I, yeah, because oh I think. I don't remember off the top of my head because I try not to look at it. Yeah, it's <laughs> not on anything. Them and then they're like, all right, well, it's you just, just the make koala. us it's a panda. It's just a koala. For our son. In a plant-holding position. In a Maybe they bought that koala sign secondhand or something. See, ain't that some shit? <laughs> ain't that some shit? Ain't it? Ain't it? That's on ain't the, it. like koala care, like bathroom changes. Have you never eaten here like or yeah. seen this place? I've seen the sign. I didn't even notice. Yeah, it's John. That's what they're banking on. That's what nobody's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if they don't see the sign, they'll come in and spend money. But if they see the koala, they they'll never come in. Oh hell! That's Every time, dude. Every time, and I cannot pass by that place. And when I pass by that place, I'm going to eat at Age Cafe. So, like, I have to, <laughs> I have to get that out of my system before it just becomes uh, an uprising of a wellspring of hatred that I just, you know, have to work my way through before I'm in public next. Yeah, it's terrible. I hate it. It needs to be a joke, or they need to be genuinely ignorant. No, and these wait, are the wait, only wait, two. Wait, wait, wait. I think you're not looking into it. Please, please help me with this, Adam. Please. It's it's like a psychology thing. Like when you see the word red, but it's in blue. Blue font, blue tag. Right? Yeah, this is that's a cruel joke. There, is what that I know. is. <laughs> I think it's like a test. Like if you go in, you're gonna get the best. Well, I don't know if I passed or failed because I spent money there. But here's the thing: if they were to get a mascot suit, which one do you get? Koala. Koala. It's what's on the sign. Ooh. And then and then the koala no. person uh, suit is holding a pentagon sign I mean, out there just like <laughs> <laughs> spinning that you shit get, around. You get like a different marsupial. Like up possum. That that would be the only North American marsupial. Yeah. So and they are and then you're just like what <laughs> what is this? What that is? people have to come in and ask questions, exactly. be like, What the fuck, sir, that's not on the menu and just And then you end up eating there and spending money and it works. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Since we're kind of on the topic of restaurants, yeah, right. It. Does anybody not feel that it's a little racist that there's a restaurant named Soccer Taco? I um, hate Soccer Taco. <laughs> <laughs> I get a question. Why are we even talking about restaurants? Because that's that's where the conversation it, is right it now. It just kind of happens. This, this, this is yeah. this is Soccer the the. The, yeah, that's how this goes. It's the most Americanized <laughs> Tex-Mex, and it's so just yeah. not good. <laughs> Do you mean because it's not called, like, football? Yeah, yes. 
like you know basketball fried chicken restaurant. Oh my god! Like, you know, there's a whole, like, there's a whole <laughs> that, that, there's, that's in Atlanta. That's got to be in Atlanta. Yeah, logo, that, that right. taco. He is in so much pain. He's right. just, he is ready to go. Who's yeah. Senior Taco? <laughs> Y'all are inside eating delicious. my children. He is so mad. Oh my <laughs> god, it is a taco. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. Senior Taco. Senior Taco. I remember when they like we and did it all and like so made the big sign. I was just like, all right, let's go. I swear, every time I roll by, I'm just like, man, he's so unhappy. I need, I need the football taco though. Like, I need that now. I need the football taco. And also the names that soccer taco are like. The Philadelphia Eagles nachos. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then stuff that they do put in Spanish is like Oroz con pollo, and it's got the, the quotation <laughs> marks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it this? or isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so confused right now. Yes, like, is this chicken with rice? Like, oh. You don't really know what you're going to get. Chicken with rice. <laughs> it makes it all better, the air quotes. make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. It makes it a question at that point. It's like an implied question because your voice goes up with the inflict chicken with rice. Yeah, yeah. We can't guarantee it. Mm. Most certainly. Um, I will say there, perhaps one redeeming quality is they serve me really strong margaritas, and that's probably why I have this opinion. Yeah, soccer taco. Yeah. Officially starving. Yeah, and I think it's about time. For it it is. You know, it is about time for you to do. Yeah. Like four minutes after what you said. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Look at him. He's like, I told you I was gonna be hungry. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Chance, if you want to plug your socials and your and your stuff, I really appreciate you being here and joining us for this thing. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, at Professor Rainbow, Instagram. Pretty much everywhere else too. Pretty much everywhere else. I know we've got said several times still working on the Twitch and the YouTube and all that, but it's there. It's I have it. <laughs> There'll be stuff on there eventually. Well, uh, people Instagram, are Instagram. No, that's where I put everything. People are holding their breath. Are they? Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe. I can't say I they're not. Post, you know, I have a different YouTube from my college that I have stuff on. But, but should I, you put that out there? Is well, that is like that what video. you want people? No, like videos. <laughs> <laughs> It's from college. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how to get back into that account. Brandy, did you park behind a Prius? I parked on the left side. I think I think you parked behind Chance. Parked behind me. We can uh, we can take this moment to talk about the sponsors that we don't have. And oh, that, well, I'm <laughs> sponsored by Soccer well, Taco. I should make my yeah, exit as well. I have been over here fighting, not rubbing my eyes. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, so. uh, tell people where to find you on the internet, and then uh, and then you can bounce. Um, so you can find me by my name, Brandy Augustus, um, Brandy with an I, and that I have a website, brandyaugustus.com. My Instagram is brandy.augustus. My Twitter is underscore I Brandy because it's Brandy. Oh, yeah, whoa. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're right. The rumor reps with banter. Like. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's okay. It's okay. You know, 
trying. It's like um, when the year changes, mm-hmm. like, you know, trying to like the new day. Twenty twenty scribble. Yeah. Also, yeah. it will never be X. <laughs> yeah, it's no, always gonna be twenty. No, on my phone, it's definitely. I'm like, what the hell? But you don't oh. tweet an X, do you? Like, you don't like. How, what is it? Do you? Well, tweet? no, you still and tweet? you still tweet. That's the thing. I'm like, you can't change the name you until you change the action. Yeah, like, so we're still, if we're still tweeting. It's still. I'm glad we all have that clarity on this situation. Yeah, no, I don't play those games. Fuck it. I don't adjust well to change. But yeah, all of my stuff, you can always just find me by my name, um, all my things. Well, uh, thank you very much for joining us for this bit of ridiculousness. I greatly appreciate your time, energy, and participation in this conversation. Yay, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure meeting you all. Yay. And this wasn't as weird as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, when wait, I realized wait, 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 I was going yeah, to... Yeah. But it was still weird, right? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> it was still a little we, bit we weird. We own brand. We own brand. Yeah, yeah we yeah, own brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was one of those, like, when I realized that I was going to be, like, the only chick or whatever, I was like, uh, so <laughs> well, I was that wasn't, that wasn't the intention. I, I know. <laughs> only chick in the orgy. Only I'll see y'all later. Oh Lord, fellas! Oh, what by a... the way, I'm not stalking you. I'm part of Relay Ridge too. <clears throat> That's oh, right. I see yeah. your name on stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. See the what? The world got smaller again. <laughs> yeah. Again, yeah. I'll see you there someday. <laughs> <laughs> So, fellas, where, where, where do we go from here now? We've already talked, like, I don't know what to do now. Um, what do we do now? Okay. Um, well, <laughs> I've been watching One Piece for, for, like, for the last hour or so. Yeah, yeah. I, I cannot see the TV because I'm oh facilitating this particular lovely conversation. My back is to the TV right now. You've been looking at the uh, the screen that most people's daughters don't get to see. <laughs> wow. Wait, what? Yeah, you know, if you're still watching, you're, if this screen comes up, you're not paying attention anymore. Yeah, nobody's watching. <laughs> nobody's watching. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm bad with screens in my field of vision, though. can just be that, and I'll... You're going to look at it? I'll read yeah. it like seven or 800 times. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still watching One Piece? Huh. Why is that question mark outside the quote? Mm. <laughs> you know what? That's the better That's question right there. Grammar, right? Wait, 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 wait. Is this really one piece? Yeah. No, it's 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 one piece, but it comes in episodic format. Well, why like, is it in italics? Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is the one piece I got most of the seasons, and there's like pirate era gold and all that. I've got some catching stuff. up to do. Is it like the eight pieces? Yeah, you got about twenty four thousand minutes of catching up to do. <laughs> <laughs> I did the math the other day. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Twenty four minute episodes. There's just over a thousand of them. It's. Yeah. Uh, don't have the investment. It's so much crap. There's like a thousand and right now maybe twenty. Thousand and twenty chapters? Is that your rough estimate? No. Episodes. Well, the chapter count in the manga is a little higher than that because the manga's ahead of the anime. Yeah. Yeah. Really, Ridge is cool, though. Like, I, I've known Drew for a long time. Like, I, I've been to a couple of their first variety of things. I may join at some point, but kind of explode I'm, I'm expanding creatively right now i'm joining tober like i've been doing some of that um i don't know john what's today's prompt don't mean to interrupt but i kind of do what's today's prompt in october 
castle. Castle? Castle. Castle's already up. Okay. And then I think it's like demon and angel like next couple of days, which are pretty easy. But uh, I think I'm going to just... I'm obviously way behind because I haven't done a single one. So I'm just going <laughs> to go ahead and do them and right. I'll be like, oh, I got uh, locked out of my account. Uh, I'll yeah. post them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do it yeah, individual like day. Like, that's all. I've, I've done like four of them and it's like day 14. So yeah, do what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, I looked at the list this year and I was like, I'm still gonna do my own stuff. Like, <laughs> it's like I would love to participate this in a daily challenge for 31 days or whatever. But it's like, <sighs> Instagram kind of killed it because they you can't search by hashtags. Uh, you can't search new by hashtag anymore. Yeah. And it used to be a lot of people used to do that with October, so you get a lot of likes. Like you'd find new artists that way, the artists would find you, and it doesn't happen anymore. Well, you want to talk about different ways the algorithm you know screws us over because that's another one. <laughs> that's a whole topic. Oh uh, yeah. We've, we've definitely had a lot of lip service to the, how bad the algorithms are on this show. Yeah, well, there should be a better option than Instagram, but it's the most popular right now still. So. Yeah, for some reason. Mastodon. Mastodon? That's, I post I there, too. Tus- well, Tusky, I guess, now is the name of the app, but it's hosted by Mastodon or whatever it, it is. so cute. I know, Tusky. Like, I, it's like, <laughs> why? It's, it's an adjective. It's going to go great. I think just call it Mastodon. Yeah. I really don't care. Okay. why a panic Exactly. Exactly. I've been trying to figure this out for years. Years. When it went always in panic garden, it just got the koala. It's gonna keep gnawing at me too. Now, have you ever drawn a koala? Because I've drawn a koala. I've never actually drawn a koala. If you went to drink and draw, you'd be drawing this kind of crap. You're right, but that still doesn't answer the question of why the hell this is the way this is. I know. It doesn't, and I. Pandas aren't as cute looking. And they're, and they're, you know what? For being such cute animals, they can snap violent so fast. Uh-huh, the both of them, uh-huh. mm. and oh, people forget that. Like, oh, it's cute. It's so nice and fluffy all the time, and then it, and then it claws your face off. Right? Koalas are kind of gross too. Like they peel themselves or something. It's like, yeah, koalas are disgusting animals. Yeah, they don't. They like, yeah, they're they're gross. And they make their mouths are shaped funny, and they have claws. It's weird. It's so weird. They're not nice to people. Yeah, but but it's like it's like when you you know food photography, all the good stuff that they oh, see on TV is fake. I saw somebody pour green wax into a bowl the other day and wad it up and make a head of lettuce. Like this, oh, yeah, this this has been one of the weird things where art and food mix in society and uh, prop food photography for restaurant advertisements has been one of those things. That it's just like this is how this works. It's like foley art except bad. You know, <laughs> what they for, for perception though? Like, imagine if you were to go in to buy a piece of art, thinking, "Oh, it looks like this on the, on, you know, on the, the online thing or the whatever right. you saw it on," and then they hand it to you, and it, yeah, it's not even—it's half the size in a different shade. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why it's good to go out and see see art, even with your friends, because you don't get a sense of s- scale. Like, yeah, you can say, "Oh, wow, that is like a six foot painting." I had no idea. <laughs> And, well, yeah. If you stand next to it, and then they, and then yeah. the the picture of this burger is on an eight inch plate, so it looks huge, and then they yeah. serve it to you on a ten inch plate, and it looks tiny as shit. Yep. I know what is a painting burger. It's is it like a color patty from SpongeBob? The pretty uh, patties. Pretty the pretty patties. Those are awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't the restaurant do that? That has. Been, did so, I dream that? I think somebody did try yeah. to do that. Somebody yeah. did release like pretty. Uh, don't eat the black ones. Oh, man. <laughs> they mess. They mess with your medications because they're all like carbon. Yeah, don't do that. That's a bad time. Yeah. So what? There was something that I was wanting to float to you. So, do we need this on microphone or is this yes. uh, okay? Yes. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is in the creative realm. 
because of what you were talking about earlier with the garage becoming gallery, I've noticed with doing the AR stuff, the augmented reality, that a lot of people are using it to map like areas. Yes, physical spaces, yeah. Something I was thinking about is the way that you have... I don't know how your laser scanner actually is. Oh, it, it does. It's a it's a it, it's a camera and a laser. So pick up yeah, bit. I can so, scan things in full color with full texture. Yeah, it would be nothing to be able to upload those as PGZ files mm-hmm. and be able to hang them in a 3D model of your yep. own home or so, or anywhere. Hell, you could make a model of the, the Smithsonian and hang up a bunch of shit in there. Yeah, and, but, and I would love that. Now I am just can you imagine all the art in my house getting laser scanned and then I could display it in a digital format in, in like a headset so you, you could just look around headset and walk around this house but not this house but see all the stuff on the walls yeah. all the stuff you hang up yeah. everything it's a fully fully representative digital model of whatever it is that I scan mm-hmm. like one to one full color full scale yeah see, and you could and that's something that you, you could host and not really need to put a timeline on as long as, you know, like a timeline. It's like, hey, if you log into this thing right, within this two-week date window, you can experience it however you like. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be, uh, oh, you got to see it today. Well, so to that point, uh, I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this. To that point, I have experienced things like this that are AR, VR, digital galleries. And most of the time, they're like digital walkthrough galleries. So you can just like click the arrow and go this way and like like a like a google maps kind of thing through through a display area through a gallery I get what you're saying. and then i've also seen augmented reality ones for people that have those headsets i've seen like straight up vr ones where you just kind of like you know stick yourself around well view for has even got a view app just for your regular phone now hmm. so you can is that like moving around and you move around or is it just like let me got you can literally just now there are photogametry apps that will do 3d stuff and uh, I've got one of them on my phone as well what's it called Euphoria is just the host though I don't want to say that that's actually I mean you can take and generate all this through Euphoria yeah but what I'm talking about is more of just your your host on your actual device right experience Um, maker put it that way I have it in there somewhere Uh, but that that's something I would really be interested in putting together and that could even be an extension to what you're doing. Right, because I could make uh, like a, a digital experience for the people that can't physically come. Yeah. And that could rotate when the physical exhibit <laughs> the rotates. Who are here could tune into an experience outside of what you've got in here. Right, you're yeah. Having that extra. It, it, it could be complementary to <clears throat> or totally different. Yeah. You know, from like, hey, the digital exhibit this week is such and such. And the physical exhibit this week is, you know, whoever's actually in the gallery. Yep. And I mean, once you've propagated that gallery space, you could change it how you want it, but you could right. leave it the same, and you'd never have to mess with anything. Right, you're just pulling stuff off. Right, you're just back. changing. You're just changing the. Uh, All that would be done with your your Cartesian coordinates. Mm-hmm. So you just plug in your X, Ys, and Zs where everything was at. Depending I, on the three really D model, I don't know if you would need like a weight. Oh, I'm kind of bummed that you're here right now because <laughs> that's a bad way to lead into that question. Nice to see you. <laughs> well, I was gonna say because my computer's busted and we can't do any laser scanning with my setup, uh, uh, okay. and and I'm like I'm still so pissed that my damn computer's busted. God yeah, almighty. Um, but yeah, that like you and I have to play with that thing at some point, really soon. What do you need to host 
for the laser scanner? Is it its own program? Uh, it's JM Studio that is the program that builds the, you know, takes the cloud data and all that stuff and puts it together. And uh, I, I can do it mobile on my device because I think it has some cloud processing with it. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to do all of that locally. Yeah. And then um, the desktop application does that all locally because it's a desktop computer. It's, the whole, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, it's you know, a big old computer. Mm -hmm. So uh, that that's definitely something I've wanted to play with. It's just I don't have the resources to really mess with that. Like, um, I don't even know what software would be used to like put together the digital environment for that right now. Like I'm, I'm so far behind on that particular like avenue of. That's one of those. I feel like if you had you have that laser scanner, so yeah, you should be able to match. I mean, I can take your room. Yeah, I can take room. the data. Yeah, and it took me a while. Oh, you're just talking about something crunching through the data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, what? Every time someone has a VR. And they don't know how to use it. They always end up breaking their TV. So. Well, yeah, when the when you're too far or too close to the TV, and yeah. you oh. swing and play the controller and you yeah. punch your TV screen. It's like the Wii. <laughs> oh yeah, it's been around for a hot minute. Yeah, that was, mm. Those are some good videos. Watch it, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Grandma, go through the TV. Yeah, John, that rolls. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's like I haven't done any like hardcore like mouse and keyboard 3D modeling since like. 2016 so I'm a little behind uh, on that particular bit of software but uh, the JM studio for the for the scanner that I've got works really really well and I'm I didn't I sort of knew but I guess I didn't pay as much attention to it as I should have that this is a medium format scanner and not like a small format scanner yeah so I was sitting there putting stuff on my turntable being like why is this not, blah, 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 you know, getting a little frustrated because it wasn't performing as I hoped it would. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that all the stuff I was putting on the turntable was like three times too small. Yeah. And then the turntable itself is just like too small to put the medium format things on the turntable. So mm -hmm. I was just like, what the hell? Yeah, you got to know what your model, like what it's actually, <laughs> what it's target distance is. Yeah, the target distance and just, you know, generally what size objects they're engineered to look at. And this one is engineered to look at things perhaps the size of this chair or like, you know, a quarter of a car. It wants to read the room. It yeah. doesn't want to read small objects. Yeah, so it's like yeah. if I'm scanning D and D minis, it's having a hard time. You could probably rein that in though. That's yeah, like, probably. That's you can look at it. Just dropping how much power and what it's focusing on. Well you this probably have a focal point that can be honed in. I just will have to look at Maybe. And when my computer decides to cooperate again or I get the right parts for it, it'll, yeah, it'll we'll, we can have that conversation. I'm sure they'll be able to post it if need be. Let's go to your computer. Uh, I think my M.2 drive is dead. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, but they're not terribly expensive. Yeah. <clears throat> 130 bucks or whatever for a 2 terabyte M.2 right. drive, which was nice. But, um, yeah, I'm just frustrated because this is the, the first computer I've ever spent legit money on in my life, and then I have it for three months. And it's like, you know what? Psh, nah. And I, was, I just came home one day from being out of town for the weekend try to turn the thing on and it's just like nah dude i'm not gonna do it and i'm just like well okay i'm gonna go cry and i did oh. <laughs> yeah i, I did that with that macbook because i ended up i bought it refurbished but whoever refurbished it put in a um didn't put in a solid state hard drive right so any kind of jitter <clears throat> just chewing up the hard drive oh no yeah so at some point it just died. Oh. I ended up having to swap it out and stuff. But it was solid. It was it was 
pretty stupid, but at the same time, I mean, it was souped up enough. It's like I can't just throw this thing away. Right. And I, I was everything I need so far. Yeah, I I was just I was more frustrated, and also like the thing about that is I don't know shit about building computers, so like this is the whole deal of this has been a learning experience, which I'm grateful for, mm -hmm. but I'm not like, damn it. Why do I have to do this? Uh, not not that I shouldn't learn. It's just that it was frustrating on the timing and resources I need to make this repair. Yeah. That's pretty much the the crutch of it all. Adam, the the computer you gave me though, it's right here and it works just fine. No, still, I wasn't gonna bring it up, but when you said broken computer, I was like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, this one this one is currently the thing I'm editing all the podcast on. So uh, I I greatly appreciate your uh, your, your donation on that front. Uh, one day I'll get the big one fixed, and I, I can do this in a third of the time again. <laughs> but right now it's definitely uh, it's doing the doing the job. Well, gentlemen, it seems this is the natural lull in conversation where I, where I generally end these conversations. Um, if we can go around the room and final out our uh, our intro outro informations, that'd be really cool. Are you goofing off on the stairs again like I told you not to? Uh -oh. Hey, are those stairs toys? No. Okay. I want you to know that me reprimanding you is on record on record now. And uh, Our whole world knows. Yeah, the whole world knows. I'm going to put this on the internet and the whole world's going to think you're in trouble. <laughs> Just go with... Uh, oh, this is Adam talking, by the way. Just go with uh, adamrow.com. Because, because, I wanted to say this before she left, but there is this comedian, apparently, in the UK with with my name. Your name? <laughs> what do yeah. you do with your name? Is he older know. than you? I, and I guess... You're going to have to fight I, him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to look him up. You're going to have to fight him. Because <laughs> I don't want to know. Yeah. I've seen little previews. does not seem like my thing, but... I've got the website name, so who's real? Who's real now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's, a photo, there's a psychic in the UK with my name. Oh, so I, nice. I should register the domain yeah. before he does, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You don't fight that person. Don't fight that person. If I try to register, he'll sense it. Mm -hmm. Wake up in the middle and oh, God, i got to build this website. <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah, just look me up that way. All right, that'll work. AdamRow.com. No hyphens, just straight lowercase text all the way across. Yeah, because there's yet another Adam Rowe. <laughs> <laughs> His uh, website. What a and, dick. Yeah. yeah, just Adam Rowe uh, A-D-A-M-O-W-E <laughs> dot com. So that's that's the simplest, yeah. And that's me. That you? Yeah. Not the comedian, not that other asshole, you. <laughs> well, no, 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 they're great. Actually, actually, no, no, no. I just I, don't I, want to be associated I, with them. I've con I've contacted a few of them. There's a, many. A few of them? Wow. Yes. All right. Well, uh, I will have to admit that on that front, there are Thomas Zachary's out there. Yes. Yeah, and, so. and one of them is a fairly well-to-do author, and he's given me no money whatsoever. And I'm, little, of, I'm a little sour about it. Yeah. What kind of stuff's he writing? Uh, uh, I think fiction stuff. Hmm. I, I haven't looked that far into it. I just know. I just know he's out there doing something with my name. <laughs> this was adult romance. Oh God, please, 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 please! People come up to me one day. I didn't know you wrote smut. And it's like, why were you looking at my phone? 
don't, give me my phone back. <laughs> get out of there. Yeah, it's not for you. Get out of there. <laughs> that microphone's not on. <laughs> John, where, where can the fine folks find you on the internet? Mainly post on Instagram, J Starkey, S T A R K E Y underscore art. There we go. Yeah, uh, that's it. There you go. Oh, yeah, Drink yeah. and Draw. If you look up oh, Drink yeah. and Draw on the Meetup app, you can find it. Like, we do something every couple weeks. Next <laughs> one's South Coast, a week from Sunday. Do you have a Facebook presence for the Drink and Draw? We do, yeah. They're okay. on Facebook and Instagram, too. So if you look for Knoxville Drink and Draw, you can find it. All right, sweet. Uh, Derek, you want to put your creative stuff out there? Yeah, I, uh, I have an Instagram, but it's not been looked at. And- but there's plenty of previous works cataloged on there to, for people yeah, to enjoy. Just if you reach out to buy something, there will probably not be an answer. But it's <laughs> Ruck Dead Up, at Ruck Dead Up. So, uh, <laughs> I love that yeah, so much. Um, uh, there is a YouTube, too, but it's the same way. No one. There's no one home. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you really want to buy this man's art, you got to catch him around town, like, grab him by the elbow yeah. and be like, hey, sell me shit. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. All smoke right. signals. <laughs> smoke signals. <laughs> That's a very effective way to That's get a hold of me as well. Model. Yeah. Just throw it in Tennessee, I'll get it at some point. <laughs> it'll it'll come it'll surface up by the old uh, treatment goes. plant. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. I am Thomas Zachary. You can find me on the internet at TTW Artworks. I make uh, hyper colorful, somewhat geometric, uh, surrealist and and visionary art. I hardly ever use that word. I don't know why I said it right now. Uh, psychedelia. That's more what I get into. Um, you can find me on TTW underscore artworks on Instagram. There is a The Twisted Wrist page on Facebook, which is what TTW stands for. There's also a TTW Artworks group that is a private group you can request to join, and that is the easiest way outside of Instagram to catch me. Can you say something? <laughs> of course. Uh, and if you want to join the group, there are details about the events I do. Um, the event series I've been kicking around lately is called Cushion Canvas. I've teamed up with the Holistic Connection down on Gay Street to host guided paint sessions for stoners. And it's been a lot of fun. Uh, the next event is going to be on, well, I guess it doesn't matter because I don't know when I'm going to publish this episode yet. <laughs> this episode is probably going to come out in December. What is today's date? Today is October, October the 14th. 14th. October the 14th. That's when this was recorded. It will probably be released sometime in December. So all of you in the future, this is us from the past. I promise everything is not okay. But until then, you know, whatever. Uh, Elliot, what you got to say, brother? Yeah, yeah, always have your towel. If you're a good hitchhiker, have your towel. You're just a kid. You're just a kid. <laughs> Elliot is my eight-year-old son. I'm super happy to be his father, and I'm super happy he took the time and energy to be involved in this conversation. Thank you very much, son. I greatly appreciate it. Also, everyone, this has been episode 69 of the KAAMP. That is the Orgy Cast, the one and only. Um, you can listen to this stuff wherever you're currently listening to this stuff. Uh, Spotify, Google, whatever the hell, you know, the normal places. If you wish to support the show, please share the show amongst your friends. Listen to other episodes. There's getting to be quite a back catalog now. All the gentlemen surrounding me have been on previous episodes, and mm-hmm. they have good conversations for you to listen to at your leisure. So please go listen, share it with your friends, uh, tell people about it. Um, you know, you could just also not tell people about it and then just make them listen to it when you have them captive in your car that'd be great i would love that uh you know just shove it in your holes shove it in your holes don't ask consent you know all the normal stuff you do to your friends um (laughs) 
everybody thanks for listening y'all have a good night elliot will you hit the big red flashy button well it's not flashy but it's red no 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 no, that one yeah hit it uh, uh press it down yeah